Today, the third Sunday of Advent, is Gaudete Sunday, the Sunday of Joy, when we traditionally light the Christmas tree and the twinkling lights mark a turning point in our Advent, when the waiting becomes more eager and we strain towards Christmas. I said that our waiting becomes more eager, but as we all know, waiting patiently for Christmas does not come easily and is certainly not a trait that the commercial world follows. John Lewis had established its Christmas shop by the end of September and the sales of wrapping paper and Christmas decorations were in full swing long before our harvest festival. There is an expectation that the Christmas lights in London are lit in November and bookings for Christmas party notices start appearing in early October. We are fortunate, however, that the church calendar has given these precious four weeks to be still, take stock and to learn how to look forward patiently and prepare ourselves for the Incarnation in all its glory, but also to prepare for the Incarnation in all its humility. Unlike Lent, which is a time of penitence and self-examination, a journey and a spiritual workout. Advent, also a time of waiting, is a time of preparation and a time to approach God prayerfully and ask what is his way for us. More like a spiritual spa. Much like preparing for the birth of any child, we prepare place where he is welcome The season of Advent starts with a dramatic Advent procession based on traditional readings with that special mix of worship and spectacle. We hear the predictions of the prophets and listen to the thrilling Advent music. Israel was waiting on tiptoe, as the Bishop of London describes the anticipation of the Messiah in biblical times. They had waited patiently and sometimes not so patiently, for the advent of the Messiah. And this is surely mirrored in our own reluctance to dwell in the anticipation, but to hurry about with all the busyness of preparation. And in the midst of all this bustle, if we could only embrace the stillness which Advent offers us. What does God offer us? He holds out a hand of hope, and that light at the end of the dark tunnel to guide us on the approach to Christ, who will come among us, and as one of us, and with the hope that he will also come again. The readings today, both in the Hebrew scripture and in St Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, affirm our God-given task to sing his glory and spread his goodness to the best of our ability, to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. These confident passages contrast strongly with the declarations of the humble axis which are recorded in the Gospel of John. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. A position which we echo each week before the Eucharist when we proclaim we are unworthy servants and we are not worthy to receive you. 
It is often the way of human nature that we fail at the first hurdle because of fear of failure when we confront the bigger obstacles. God has given us the task to proclaim him and the gifts and tools to do so. And whereas humility is fitting in the sight of the glorious God, timidity should not get in the way of seeing the bigger picture of fulfilling his commission. But say the word only, and I shall be healed. The season of Advent is a season of darkness in more ways than one. The light grows dimmer day by day, and the shadows lengthen and become darker. The weather becomes colder. We huddle rather than stride out in the cold and retreat to what warmth we can muster. We retreat to the comfort of our homes and the choice whether to watch the news or turn it off because it is so distressing. This year in particular, war is our constant viewing and we have become aware that warmth comes at a premium both in the war-torn areas of the world and closer to home as it becomes beyond the pockets of many. The darkness is even deeper when accompanied by cold and even turning on the electric light is a luxury. We are all aware of our failings to rise to these challenges but in the stillness of Advent we can call to mind the small gestures which will make the big difference to the bigger picture and to the citizens around us who have little joy. Our main regular contribution here at St Jude's is our participation in the Child's Hill Food Bank. And although the advertisement is carried in our weekly newsletter and frequently referenced in our notices, we would dearly love to fill that box every week of the year. And I do urge everyone to think of this contribution as a habit well worth cultivating. In Lent, we give things up to test the spirit. So how about gifting things as an Advent practice and beyond? A small beginning which will make a huge difference to those less fortunate. A difference which will literally help to kindle the light for those who have to choose between food and electricity. An offering so that nobody should feel forgotten and of hope that there is goodness around the corner and a future to contemplate and a Christ child to welcome. Soon we will come to the blessing and the lighting of the tree. This year we have a new set of lights. As five minutes before our Christingle service last year, the old set finally gave up and the wire into the transformer snapped. Thankfully, the good Lord had sent an electrician to sit in the front row, and with the help of know-how and a little candle wax, the crisis was alerted, and we enjoyed brilliant lights through until Candlemas. Our new set are reliable LED lights. I do remember the anxiety years ago, both at home and in church, when the Christmas lights came out after their annual sojourn in the loft. Will they all light, or will we have to work our way patiently through dozens of bulbs to find that one forty-one 
that was letting all the others down. A bit of a trite analogy for a community. But nevertheless, if you continue with this stream of thought, I would be bold to suggest that God takes away that anxiety if our preparation is thorough. So take some time this Advent to prepare the way of the Lord. Make those small gestures of love. Take some time for that spiritual spa. Relax and listen to the readings and the music and the message of hope and salvation they bring. And then, by all means, celebrate the coming of the Christ child with the gusto and excitement he deserves and bask in his light. Christus as natus, ex Maria Virgin 